What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hoop Southbound Podcast. It's Maddie. David is still out uh, working. Technically, he's at school. Um, this is Army school. Actually, if you're watching on the this on the release date, he has big, big tests today. So if everybody can send him some good vibes, well wishes, and if you're a praying person, shoot up a prayer for him because it's a big one. Um, I know he's going to do great, have a lot of faith in him. So uh, good luck to David, but let's get the show rolling. This one will be kind of a short one. We are expecting to live tweet on Thursday as the NBA draft heads off. Um, we are looking at some pretty, I think, interesting uh, things kind of happening around the draft, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Kind of going through um, SEC, regular SEC news. University of Kentucky, adding on another freshman to the roster. I think at some point, Cal's going to start eating his words. Um, you know, we kind of talked about this a couple weeks ago, um, and we've heard Cal say he wants a solid balance of freshmen and experienced players. And from what it seems to me, he is just adding on freshmen after freshmen. But nonetheless, Joey Hart, a 6'4 shooting guard um, who is a three-star out of Indiana, has signed a national national letter of intent for University of Kentucky. So Cal has got his hands full um, hopefully not too much babysitting going on since they are going to be college freshmen, but it'll be interesting to see how this continues to develop um, with Coach Cal and how these players develop as the year goes on. You know, I think it's going to be one of those things we saw a lot of his centerpieces either go to the draft, graduate, or transfer out. So Cal's got a lot of uh, chess to play this year, figure out which pieces he's going to put where, and if he's going to get a checkmate this season or not. Continuing on um, to a little bit more uh, National Letter of Intent news, we saw a four-star power forward, um, class of 2024, so not this upcoming season, but the next. Ryan Jones Jr. Um, set an official visit with the University of Florida. For me, I feel like this is big for Florida. You know, we've seen them kind of struggle when it comes to recruiting as of late or, you know, when it comes to transfers, I think if we start getting bigger names, seeing higher talent continue to go to Florida, we, the sky's the limit. We could see, be seeing another 2011 team here in maybe four or five years. I think Todd Golden's got something up his sleeve and he's going to show the rest of the SEC what he's been working on. University of Tennessee, the Vols, are set for an overseas tour, um, taking a three-game tour in Italy. I think this will be a great way for all of us to kind of see how the season's going to get started for Tennessee. You know, they've had quite a few changes in their roster. They do have quite a few players coming back, but it'll be interesting to see how some of those mesh with the new talent coming in and who's going to step up and kind of take over some of the roles of those that either left um, for other teams or for the draft. Kind of going into women's news on the Lady Vols side. They are absolutely crushing their foreign tour this year. Um, so far, the Lady Vols, they are 2-0 and in Italy, um, winning their last game on Thursday, 100-48 to against the Rome All-Stars. We saw Jackson, Hollingshead, 
and Puckett have a combined 58 points for that huge margin. Absolutely wild. I think uh, we may see a comeback from the Lady Vols this year. You know, we have some fantastic talent in this league, especially when you look at South Carolina, you look at the defending champs, LSU. They have a lot of things going for them, but the Lady Vols are looking good so far. I think they've kind of found their big trio in those names that I've mentioned. Um, I know Jackson was a big key in their offense and defense last year. So I think, you know, we're seeing her have a little bit of growth here and hopefully be able to lead this team to a national championship and bring the Vols back to their glory days. But I guess we will see what comes of this season, especially after their coach received an extra $100,000 bonus um, for a one-year extension. So hopefully there's some money motivation going on over in Tennessee and we see you guys bring home another trophy. It'll be interesting. On to trophies, uh, the Gamecocks, Lady Gamecocks of South Carolina are set to play in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. So I guess probably similar to a format um, for the kind of men's games around the Thanksgiving timeline is what we're going to be looking at here Um more than likely for the South Carolina uh, women's team. I think it's going to be a fantastic opportunity to see them really share their talent among, you know, schools of other conferences and see hopefully a sneak peek of what the end of the season is going to look like for these teams. All right, guys. So since David is away, I definitely don't talk as much as him. I am bringing on a very special guest to help us digest our way too early picks that we released. I went uh, with teams number one through eight on our way too early list, Arkansas being number one, Tennessee, A&M, who's next, Bama, Mississippi State, Auburn, Missouri, and Kentucky. And it kind of set them up in a little bracket system um, with my dude Apollo. So I'm going to be feeding Apollo sweet potatoes and each pick. Um, Higher rankings are going to be on the left side of the screen, lower rankings on the right, and we'll see what he comes up with. to what I'm sure everybody has been the most interested um, in seeing this segment of the podcast. We're going to be talking a little pre-draft. I know it is coming up quick Thursday night. Um, everybody get ready because I think it's going to be a fun one. I think we're going to see some surprises. I think we've seen a lot of players going to workouts consistently, some players canceling workouts. We'll talk about that a little bit too. But I think, you know, it's going to be a fantastic draft. And 
a lot of players and a lot of teams are going to get very lucky with some of the talent that they pick up. And I think players are going to be in a good spot um, for when it comes to starting off their NBA streak, hopefully well, um, with some of these teams. We'll start off talking about Oscar Shibway. He is just finishing up a long stretch stretch of workouts um, with a second workout finished this week with the Celtics and a first workout with the Cavaliers. Some of the other teams he's had workouts with um, since he's declared for the draft include the Rockets, the Bucks, Kings, Pelicans, Hawks, Lakers, Wizards, Nets, Pacers, and Trailblazers. So as long as those went well, I think we could see Oscar Shibway really kind of have um, an opportunity to go just about anywhere. I know teams are going to be looking more individualized stats, what they need to fill their roster. But it sounds like Oscar's been having a solid stretch of workouts. And especially, you know, with the Celtics having a second workout um, is is a pretty big deal. So I think we may see Oscar Shibway go a little earlier in the draft than a lot of people originally thought, um, especially if these workouts are going any anything like what I've read. On to Brandon Miller. You know, we've talked a lot about Brandon Miller um, in season, outside of season, a lot of speculation on where he's going to go. We heard today that he has completed his second workout with the Hornets. Um, remember, the Hornets currently have the number two pick, and it's kind of a toss-up um, as far as what I've seen from the draft board. Some boards have Miller at second, some boards have Henderson at second. And it is notable that Henderson also completed his second workout today with the Hornets. So I think really it's probably going to have to do a lot more with team chemistry um, than anything else at this point. I've heard, you know, one workout went better for Henderson than it did for Miller and kind of vice versa. So I think it'll be interesting to see who the Hornets end up going with. I could see Brandon Miller at the two spot, but if he ends up at a three, Obviously, I think he's going to do well in the NBA no matter where he ends up going. A name we haven't heard as often um, when it comes to draft talk, Big Ricky Council from Arkansas. Uh, I was a big fan of him this season as an Arkansas fan, obviously, but I, I thought he did fantastic, and I'm excited to see what happens as he goes through the draft process. Um, reading an interview on Hoops Hype uh, with Ricky that he did, he claims that all five of his workouts have been going good, um, started with Indiana, and has slowly gotten better with each one. He said he's feeling more confident in shooting and his physicality. I think, you know, those are two big perks of Ricky Council. I think it's only going to get better once he has specialized coaches when it comes to, especially when it comes to shooting, but also more of the basketball IQ building side. Um, you know, Ricky did great. He had fantastic court vision, but I think it only widens his vision as he goes to those more specialized coaches who can help him get to where he is meant to be. On to another player that we did a draft profile on. We're looking at Gigi Jackson. He's still kind of clinging around to the idea of being a first round draft pick. Many draft boards have him in the mid um, 20s. Honestly, anywhere from pick 18 to pick 27 from what I've seen. 
Um, I think if Gigi Jackson ends up making it early to mid-20s, we we could see I, – I don't want to say a sloppy side of Jackson, but I think it will be harder for him to adjust to some of the teams that have those picks in the early 20s. Um, it is, you know, something to mention that if Jackson does go in the first round, he will be South Carolina's first top-round pick since 2006. So – Anyway that he goes, Gigi Jackson's going to be making history here, and I, you know, wish nothing but the best for him. Reportedly, he has canceled some of his workouts um, after some league sources said that he had been promised a higher pick um, from specific teams. So I'll be interested to see what team he ends up going to on Thursday, but I think he's going to do great things in the NBA. Um Honestly, it's going to be more, in my personal opinion, more of a mentality thing based on what we heard coming out of South Carolina and what we've seen in the highlights. Um, I, You know, doing Gigi Jackson's uh, draft profile, we did see quite a bit of, I, I don't want to say, you know, he's a ball hog, but he is very uh, self-confident in his actions and what he can do on the court so I think it'll be an interesting transition when you get to NBA and have similar talent surrounding you um, but when it comes to Gigi Jackson hope nothing but the best for the guy and we'll see what happens on Thursday night thank you guys again so much for tuning in um, if you did miss any of those draft profiles that I kind of brought up a second ago make sure to go and check them out they're on our YouTube page um, you can probably find them on our Twitter as well. Um, in terms of YouTube, should be under a playlist. Make sure you go like and subscribe. Uh, stay up to date with our latest videos. As always, we drop on Tuesdays. And, you know, may have a little extra content here and there for you. So make sure and stay tuned. Uh, reach out to us if there's something you want to hear about. There's some stuff you don't want to hear us talk about. Um, just make sure and let us know. We are definitely big fans of people who are fans of us. So we want to make you guys happy, keep you guys watching. And if you have any suggestions, let us know. Thanks again for watching, guys. And we will be back after the draft.